My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. So I want you to just imagine that you've got the whole world going for you. Okay, I know for some of you, that is going to be impossible because you don't have the confidence to believe in yourself. You can't see yourself being successful. You can't see yourself with a guy. And every time you've turned around and things have been going great, somebody comes along and yanks that rug out from underneath you. Hey guys, you know, I'm Rick Clemens, the host with the most 40 plus gay man, gay talk. I can't wait to have this conversation today because confidence is something that so many of us gay men struggle with. But before we dive into that, don't forget we do a 40 plus gay men, gay chat every Monday at the beginning of each month. It's the first Monday of each month. Come join us for those live in-person sessions via, well, not really live in person, but live via Zoom sessions where we talk about everything under the sun. So back to confidence, rugs getting pulled out from underneath you and finding your path and helping people. That's exactly what happened with my guest today. He had been dating Mr. Wonderful, the guy, and then suddenly, in a matter of a couple of hours, everything ended. He felt abandoned. He lost his self-worth. He was questioning his self-esteem. He was wondering who he was, even though he's a great-looking guy, because, see, I can see him. You guys can't. So that's my little present to myself. But suddenly, everything changed for him. And then he decided to make that his life work. His name is Yannick Picard. He's a fellow coach. He's a guy who helps people get rid of their saboteurs, find themselves, increase their level of confidence, and really transform their lives. And that's why I thought he'd be a great kick in the ass for all you guys who say, but I'm not good enough to come on and talk about confidence, confidence, confidence. So welcome, 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 buddy, to the podcast. Hey, Rick. Thank you so much for having me on. It's good to be here. Now, don't hold it against him that he's a Canadian, okay? Um, I'm kidding. I love my Canadians. I love my Canadian friends. But there's this thing about this thing with confidence, man. And I'm so glad to have somebody talking about this. Because I talk about it every once in a while. And I believe it's a big thing for many of us gay men that we have been so shadowed in, oh, you're gay. So that's like the first blow to who we are and then well you're not man enough or you're not good looking enough or you don't have the abs or you don't have the ass or whatever it is and suddenly here we are as gay men just shattered 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 and I bet you see this quite a bit in your work where people just get shattered by the beliefs of who they think they are versus who they really are yeah it's um it's something that shows up so frequently it's it's you know what it's not surprising um, in my case, when the situation came up is just like, I'd been, as you mentioned, dating, um, this Mr. Wonderful guy and I get a text message, uh, I'm at a friend's pool party, of course, pre COVID. Right. And, um, and so, um, Hey, we need to talk, uh, meet you at your place. And I'm like, yeah, not a problem. And a couple hours later, I'm at my place, um, shows up and then just drops the bomb, which is we're done. And, and without 
really explaining anything. It's not like, it's not like we'd been like catfighting or, or had issues or anything like that. Just like in an instant, just, it was over. And at that point, I mean, I can see it now, but at, at the time it was devastating. Um, it was literally dropping um, a bomb, um, self-esteem, yep. self-worth and abandonment, which at the time were the biggest three traumas that would, that would trigger me. So imagine somebody basically either knowingly or unknowingly um, setting off one of them, like yep. on a good day, one of them, you can kind of recover right on, on, on a bad day might take a week or two, but just basically almost like detonating, like all of them together. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, I was floored. I, I literally like felt like I got like punched to the gut and, and I can say this today. It was the nicest thing anyone has ever done for me. Okay, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of listeners that are like, really, seriously, it's the nicest thing anybody's ever done for you. But these are those moments. These are these like, take you to your knees, help you wake up, help you smell the coffee sort of thing, I believe anyway, that moves us to these spaces that we probably would be watching like on a movie going, no way, I could never do this. But something within you, my guess would be, was ready to receive this. And was ready to see it, even though in that moment, as you said, <clears throat> Yannick, it's, it probably wasn't air apparent in that moment because you were probably consumed by all of this. Consumed? I mean, shattered. I, I, I barely would eat for, for countless weeks after, um, cry multiple times a day, and just wondering, like, like, really, Rick, like when somebody comes up to you that you've been seeing for nine months, and just drops the ball and says, "Drop like, hey, we're done," right? And then just walks away, and not really actually like give you that closure, mm -hmm. like the self doubt and the judgment, your own self judgment comes yeah. in, and it, it's not only like like are you just like in this crater, but it's like your, 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 your brain is, is literally like keeping you there because you're saying, okay, so like, I'm not good enough. Um, like maybe, maybe I wasn't good enough in bed. Um, maybe like, maybe, uh, you know what, like a hundred million things crosses your yep. mind. And, and the moment that you, that you think that you've got like that, that distraction that keeps you from thinking that like, the universe just basically drops something that makes you remind you of, of that. And then you're sort of like, you're pulled right back in again. Yep. And, yep. and so I know that confidence is something that for so many is elusive. Mm -hmm. And, and yet, you know what, the moment that you're able to, to, to sort of like, put it in front of you sort of like on, on a, on a, on a board yep. and, and take the steps necessary, do the work, take yourself on and, and go with it with full velocity. I'm here to tell you it is a hundred percent achievable for anyone out there. 
But one of the things you just brought up, well, there's several things, but the one that really like is the thing that I don't think most people think about is you've got to put it, you got to put it in front of yourself. You got to be able to say, okay, this is, and it's interesting because I did one of our um, <clears throat> chats for gay men. I did one um, last night and it was for the guys coming out of the closet. And we talked about finding love. And I said, anybody can go find love, but it depends on how you define love. Because if you just go out to go find love, you can make that happen. But if you're not clear on what that looks like for you, then anything will work. Anybody who comes along, it'll work. And it's kind of the same thing with confidence. If you don't know how to define confidence for yourself and to say, this is what a confident me looks like. This is how a confident me shows up in relationships and in friendships and at work and in the bedroom and blah, 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 blah. You've got to be willing to do the work to say, this is how I define confidence in myself. And for some people, that's going to be really scary because they want like, well, tell me what confidence is. Just tell me what it is and I'll, I'll follow the, you know, give me the checklist. Okay, done, 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 done. But that's not the way it really is done at all. So, so people, and, and you'll, you know this, people are accustomed to ordering something and, and getting it delivered later that yep. day. Yep. That's the world that we live in. Yep. So forget the Sears catalog from a hundred years ago. Um, we're talking like you go on a website and you just order and you get it almost instantaneously. So a lot of us basically are in that mentality where it's like, no, no, like I, I don't want to do the work. Just, just tell me. And, and I don't want to figure this out. Just tell me exactly what it is and I will do it. There's a small part of that. However, as you just said, it's very different from person to person. There is a bit of a map, but what one person deems confidence and, and what that's what they want, like could be very, very different for somebody else. Well, it's similar to where I play <clears throat> in the coming out process. When I'm coaching somebody coming out of the closet, I, I do get the clients who are like, well, okay, well, what, tell me what you did. Tell me how to do this. And I wish it was that easy. I wish it was that simple to say, well, do this, then do this, then do this. And everything's going to work out. But I would be a very bad coach in my mind if I said, well, do this, do this. Now I'm going to say, well, here's what's worked for certain people and here's why it worked. And this might be something you might want to try, but I always come back to what's going to make you feel most comfortable as you do this, because if it's not aligned within you, it's not going to work. And confidence is very much the same way because how I define confidence for myself is probably completely different and how you define confidence for yourself, Yannick. Yeah. I mean, you said it. And, and a lot of it is the being of mm -hmm. somebody who's confident. So yeah, you know what? I wasn't always walking in confident shoes. For a long time, it was elusive. Right. It, it was like, it was, I mean, like a pipe dream. Like it was something that, hey, you know what? Like I'd see it on the big screen. I'd go see a movie and I'd see like, like whatever actor 
playing right. like this 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 role in, either like in the rom-com or the action movie or or whatnot and i'd be there like wow that's confident like that 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 is for me that's my definition of confidence but to your point you and i could both be sitting in the theater watching that same movie and for you that's not what it is right so so the great part of of coaching is yeah you know what there's a little bit part that that's a blueprint that you can sort of say okay well like this is kind of what um it looks like or what it is for for several but like this isn't like set in stone it's not it's not necessarily like exactly what it is for you because for you confidence might be hey you know what i want to have the confidence to go out and gay gay bar and if there's like a handsome guy at the bar sober sober (laughs) right sorry sober yes be able to walk up to him and either pay him a compliment or you know what start a conversation Mm -hmm. And, and you know what, the first time, and it happened to me and I'm sure it happened to you and and hundreds of other people, the first time that you do it, like it feels weird, but it it just feels weird because it's unfamiliar and, and we're programmed like to basically the comfort zone. It's what's familiar to us. It's the repetition. It's what's familiar. Anything that's not familiar for a lot is scary. It's, it's that stretch zone or the panic zone. And, and let's not forget your brain is really here to protect you from both physical and emotional harm and to make you live as long as possible. That's the main purpose. So, so can you see how sometimes like, like you literally are, 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 are kind of like fighting against the nature of, of, of trying to keep you safe because your brain has just coded that type of activity as unfamiliar. And, and you know what, anything that's unfamiliar is, is scary. And, and therefore like, you just, you just don't make the move. You, you don't walk up to them. Exactly. Um, so, but what's interesting you- is this fear is this fear of, wanting something or being a certain way the fear is only as great as you give it life you can always be confident it's just tapping into what confidence feels and looks like for you mm-hmm. but then there's the feel fear so here's where we're going to twist it around guys there's the fear of not stepping into your confidence so you have the fear of being confident but you have the fear of not stepping into your confidence at the end of the day they're both fear Like what's going to happen if you aren't confident? What's going to happen if you are confident? Both of them can lead you to the same fearful space. And I fought this for years. I'm like, okay, well, I don't think I'm good enough to attract this kind of guy into my life, or I don't feel like I'm good enough to get this kind of a role in my work, or I'm not, and and it's just crazy. I'm just going to stop you there for a second. When you said these things, oh, I don't think I'm handsome enough to attract that type of guy. Yep. Did you ever attract that type of guy? Of course. Of course I did. Like, so what, so it was, it case, was in, it was such a contradiction, but I couldn't see it. Okay. I, I couldn't see the kind of guys I was attracting. Now, 
I was also seeing the guys that were complete opposite of that. And so I was letting that prove my point. There'd be a guy that I would get it, you know, that would be attracted to me, but I wasn't willing to like, okay, trust that. Why is he attracted to me? This is not the guy that I should be attracting, but all the ones that were the quote losers, (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm just proving my point. I just proved my point. I just, so, so in this case, what, what was happening is that your self-belief in yourself basically made it so that it was unfamiliar to you because here you, here you are. And I mean, like, I don't know who the guy is, but I'm willing to bet you he's probably a wonderful guy. Like mm-hmm. if you'd gotten the chance to, to like, to chat with him, I'm guaranteed that he's a wonderful guy, but here's the thing. Your beliefs was that like possibly, um, Oh, I'm not handsome enough. I I'm not good enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. And then the moment that somebody came up to you and said, Hey, you know what? Like you're really handsome or, or whatnot. You're just like in your brain, it's like, well, no, I'm not handsome. So like there's clearly there's something wrong with you. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what what Yeah. And it happens all the time. I, I remember when I finally started coaching, the same thing happened. I'm never going to, I'm never going to attract clients. I'm never going to get clients, blah, blah, blah. And it was a bunch of blah, 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 blah. Until I'm like, okay. And, and I don't know that I've really talked about this on this podcast, talked about on my other podcast. So when I first started coaching, I'm coaching men in midlife coming out of the closet. And of course I have a very soft spot for this because that was my, my own journey. And so I knew that a lot of guys that were showing up, they were going to be going through divorces, probably going to be battling for custody of their kids, all this sort of stuff. And so I, I would always like, well, okay, yeah, I understand you don't have the money, which is, there is a, a, a bit of more than a bit of truth to that. A lot of these guys are going to go through a divorce. They're going to lose tons of money and all this sort of stuff. But my confidence was shattering around that. Like I'm never going to get the guys who can really afford to pay me. I'm never going to get these guys. And that's exactly who I was attracting. Exactly. So guys who couldn't pay it. Yep. So couldn't pay the fee um, that they weren't your right client or, or anything that basically goes along that line. So which basically like proves your beliefs. I mean, your yep. entire belief system is, is, is reflected in, in your, in your personal reality. Yep. So if you don't think that you're worth it, if you don't think this, if, if, if you, whatever it is that you believe, what happens is the moment that it gets into your brain and we're talking like at a subconscious level and guys, you know what, you're probably dozing off right now. So I'm just going to ask you to wake up because this is the important part. So it gets lodged at a subconscious level. And then what happens is that after that, your brain basically looks for proof that it's true, reinforcing that belief. And then it basically acts like blinders. So, so imagine like, instead of seeing everything, you have blinders on and then your brain basically like reacts every time that you see it for truth, even though there's a hundred thousand times that it's not happening, you will discount every time that it's not happening, find a reason why. And then that's how your beliefs get created. And that basically creates your reality. So whatever, like whatever shit storm you're in right now, you got yourself in and you can get yourself out of it. The question is, are you willing to take yourself on to do this? Most people aren't. Correct. Most people sit there and go, I'm more comfortable being miserable 
and not feeling good enough and not feeling into my self-worth because it's easier to like pay, play the victim. True. But there's something else that I want to add to that. So your emotions, your emotions will keep you stuck in that comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So imagine, for example, that like you're so accustomed to feeling a certain emotion that after a while, when you don't experience it enough, you actually go and generate it. Yep. So, so, and it's, it's almost like, like, and we'll say this, like, like, uh, like nicotine addictions or like, or like, like a drug addiction, you literally like your body, like with emotions will, will treat it the same way. Yep. And then it basically looks for situations to create where you'll actually get that hit and it will keep you where you're at because that is the familiar to you. Yeah. So, yeah. so whatever steps got you to where you are today, if it's not on the path of where you want to be, then you, you got to take different steps because otherwise your past is your predictable future. Just basically copy and paste. Yep. And, and that's what you're in. That's, that's basically what you're signed up for. Unless you basically take a stand and decide to take yourself on and do the work. Hmm. And you're right. A lot of people actually know here, a lot of people say that they want it, but they're not willing to do the work. So it's like basically hiring a personal trainer to, um, to help you basically get in shape and right. then having him do the ab workout, but then you wanting the abs. Right. And people go through this all the time. So <clears throat> let's take it out of the realm of kind of what we've been talking about just for a moment here and think about back <clears throat> to what you just brought up, personal trainer. I want six pack abs or I want a bubble butt or I want, I want to be attractive. And when somebody says that, the question is why? Because if you can get in the why, then you can get to what it's going to give you. But for most people are like, well, it's going to make, help me feel better. It's going to help. Okay. But what's underneath all of that? I can guarantee you that for most people who are on the quote, weight loss, get in that better health journey underneath every bit of that is I want to feel more confident mm -hmm. in some way, shape or form. Yeah. That may not be a hundred percent of what it is, but I can guarantee you it is a big portion of it. And I know because I used to teach spin class and I used to have these conversations with people who would come to my classes and I would always jokingly almost every time go, why are you guys here? Let's, let's talk about why we're here, you know? And somebody one night said, because if I don't do this, I'm never going to have the confidence to do anything else. And I was like blown away when they said it. Cause it was like, that is so much a piece of this. So when you're working with people in this realm, how do you, really start to, and I know this is a loaded question, man, but how do you really start to get them to see that pivot that, because I believe in this, I believe we all have confidence within us. It's there. We just have to call it forth. But how do you start to see, help them see that pivot that it's all inside you. You just got to bring it out. You know what? There's, there's probably a, a couple of ways. Um, but like it, always starts with, okay, so, and you, you basically got the question. It's like, okay, so like what the confidence that you're looking for, what is it going to give you? Yeah. 
So what is it exactly? Why is it that you want confidence? Mm-hmm. Why is that important to you? And I'm, I'm not discounting it saying it's not important. I just want to know your why. Yeah. Like, because if I can attach an emotion that's strong enough that will drive you, then you know what? That's, that's more than half the work. Yes. Because I know that at that, from that point forward, you'll wake up in the morning and you'll want to do this. Mm-hmm. You'll want to do what it takes to build that up. And a lot of times, Rick, it's just taking a baby step. It's like, okay, so, um, and a baby step can, can look like anything, right? So I gave the example of walking up to, to a handsome stranger at the bar and, and you know what, maybe the first time that you go, it's like, you basically like have like your wingman behind you. Um, maybe the first time that you do it, instead of like doing it when you're like not a problem, when you're intoxicated, maybe you just like, you just need like a, a, a little bit and you just have like, you just have like one drink yep. to, to take the edge off. And then, but it's just that first step. And by taking that first step, that's, what's going to allow you to basically say, Hey, you know what? Nothing dangerous happened. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. And you know what? Great. So what's the next step look like? And then just basically creating that with the client because not, Hey, not everybody's trying to, to pick up a handsome guy at a bar. Right. Um, other people are looking to get confidence for X, Y, or Z reason. So right. it's like, okay, so let's basically, let's look at, at what that looks like and, and what would be reasonable steps for like, break this down into steps. What would be reasonable for you to do? And then sort of like guide them on that process. And a lot of times what I'm finding is that my clients will come back to me um, from, from week to week and, and we'll, we'll talk, we'll do progress and, and so on. But a lot of the times as they take themselves on, like stuff basically like, like changes everywhere. So it's not just, for example, that they work on confidence that, oh, it's because I want to like do this for like, for some people, like basically like being able to take themselves on, like that basically is a huge confidence booster. It's like, Hey, you know what? I've decided to take this first step and I'm taking the, I'm taking myself on. And so, and then as they take these steps and they basically, their beliefs start to shift. And as that shifts, you can't basically like, it's not like it's just going to apply at one place and not across the board in your entire life. So when you, when you take this on, it basically starts showing up like with your friends at work, um, like in your family life, um, if you've got kids with your kids and, and so on and so forth. And the great thing I always love to hear is, hey, people told me that they noticed something different. Yep. And that really makes me feel great. Well, and the thing is, is I don't think sometimes we as humans, we think we can interconnect all this sort of stuff. <clears throat> but what you just described is very similar to when I'm working with someone coming out of the closet. Suddenly, as that confidence shows up to like, okay, I, I am comfortable saying to myself, I'm gay. 
And then they become confident to share that with a few people. And then they become confident in other ways. It's always very interesting that suddenly there's a moment. I'm going to call it a moment where that confidence to do that thing, they suddenly say, yeah, I'm, I've, I've taken up this new activity and I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose some weight or I'm going to go for that job because there's this interesting thing that happens when you navigate through your closet of coming out, you suddenly open up another closet that you're like, I've been holding myself back here too. And then you hold yourself back here. And, and I saw this manifest in my life because I was pretty high up in the world when I came out of the closet. And I was like, I'm going to lose everything. Everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket. And ironically, that was all the stories I was telling myself. It wasn't easy. Granted, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bullshit anybody. It wasn't easy coming out of a 13 year marriage and coming out of the closet and everything. But with each step, I got more and more and more confident right out the gate. I took up cycling. I became a spin instructor. And none of this, none of this was on on the radar. But it was because I realized, wow, I can do this. And, oh, I get to choose to do this now. Now I want to be able to do this. And each step of the way, as I've watched what has transpired since 1999, when I came out of the closet, Almost everything I've done in life now has been because of coming out because I got the confidence to be me in my own way, but I never would have related all that back in whatever years prior to that, that, Hey, this was going to be the connection point. But because that was such a spark of truth and a spark of inspiration and a spark of confidence And it's been interesting to watch how I show up in the world now, not as like an egotistical asshole, like, okay, I'm Mr. Confident. Yes, I'm. It's interesting to see the things I will own outright. Like I own, I'm a bald guy and I love it. I love every bit of being a guy who's bald because I'm totally confident in it. I know I have a, I know I rock my bald head really well. I'm not ashamed of losing the hair, but it's something I had to like kind of go through to go, okay, own this. Hey, guys and gals, certain, you know, not that I'm into women anymore, but hey, they like, there are people who really like a bald headed guy. So own it and go with it. And so yeah. many things that people come up against in their confidence battles, I want to encourage them. And I think this is where you're kind of going too, that if you just get past this one confidence battle, there's going to be others that show up that it's going to become easier and easier and easier because it's the first step, as you said. Yeah, it's, it's the first step. And then the second one, just slightly easier and then easier. And then it basically, like I, I usually use the, 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 um, uh, the uh, like just basically, it's like it's a train getting out of, of Central Station. It's mm-hmm. like, like if you're trying to basically get a train out of like central station, like you're not going to get out like at 60 miles an hour, you're stopped. Like you have no velocity. So, and the first step, like when this train starts, like you, you've always got that, that little like pull forward and then back a little bit. And then, and then again, and then again, and then, but it's the same thing. It's like, it's that first step. And then the second step is slightly easier. And then, but that at one point it's, it's basically like, it's going like, hundred miles an hour between, between cities. Right. And, and you're just basically 
your your being. Mm-hmm. But what just, yeah. I find interesting about this too is, and I love the whole concept of the train and moving and it's going and it's going and it's going. Doesn't mean you're not going to still trip up. You're going to hit some trip ups and you're going to second guess your confidence. You're going to question it big time. Every, and this is, this is me telling stories on myself. I love, I love doing this podcast. It's the easy, it's one of the easiest things I do in my life is podcasting. But there are times I'm like, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up, which I have no reason to feel that way. Cause I just come on and okay, we're having a conversation. Let's get this done but put me on a stage. Oh my God. I can be like, so ready to do a really great keynote. I'm ready to go slay it. Two years ago, I did one at at a venue I'd been wanting to do for six years. And I finally got on the main stage. I was so excited and literally in the green room, everything started shattering. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on with you, Rick? This has been what you've wanted. This is what you said you really, really wanted to do. And in that moment, I had to ask myself, then why are you doing this? I had to get really tight, really click because I could see the clock ticking down. It's like, okay, five minutes, four minutes, three minutes. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, you got this, man. Live your dream. Go be what you want to be here. And really all I wanted to be was just be. That was it. Just be on stage. So I'm curious for you, as you've uncovered this, and now this is, it's so interesting how these big moments happen for both of us. And then we've turned it into what we do for our life's work. What has been one of the greatest, you said, you know, the breakup and everything was a real gift, but from owning your own confidence, Yannick, what has been one of the biggest gifts from like embracing, like giving that big bear hug to your own confidence? What's come from that for you? making the impossible possible Mm. truly believing that you know what that if i want it and i go after it i can achieve it i can get Mm. it and that that's been it's been magical it's 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 really really been magical Mm. um yeah but i had the first step was realizing that something wasn't quite right, that I needed help to overcome this. And then getting over myself to go ask for help and accept help when it was offered. Because I find that, and it used to be my situation where I felt guilty when somebody asked, offered to help me. I, I, I just like, I'm like, oh no, no, no. It's like, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm good. Right. But deep down the kid in me was, was yelling back. Like, what did you just do? <laughs> like yep. you literally have someone had somebody handing like your, their hand. Yep. And, and you, you, pissed it yep like what is going on and yeah i i rick i I, 
I had to get out of my own way to get to where I am today. And I know people hear that phrase all the time, but if you're hearing it again and you're like, I've heard this so many times, I want you to fucking listen to it. And I know that was really brash what I just said, but if you're hearing it and you're going, I've heard this too many times, you're going to keep hearing it until you really hear it. Because honestly, until you get out of your own way, whether it's confidence to find love, confidence to get the job, confidence to have more money in the bank than you don't right now, confidence to start enjoying life, confidence to smile, confidence to look at your body and go, okay, yes, I put on 30 COVID pounds, but I'm confident I can get rid of them. Until you give yourself the permission and you believe in that, nothing's going to change but you got to get out of your own way. And here's the interesting, sorry. No, go ahead, man. You just really got to do that. Yeah. So here's the interesting part. A friend of mine, well, friend of mine now, um, business coach in the past, Max would say, you have to hear something seven times for it to, for you to hear it the first time. So I think we're at five. Mm -hmm. So you need to get out of your own way please do yourself a favor get out of your own way and it's so true every step of the way that i have found myself in these spaces when i allow the ego to finally step aside that's another (laughs) that's a whole nother conversation for another podcast but when i allow the ego to say be confident and embrace who you are and get out of my own way and just move forward and ask for help. I love what you said. You've got to need the help, get, get ready to ask for it, accept that help and really want what you say you want. That's when confidence is going to step up until then you're kind of like squashing it. In fact, guys consider it. You're putting your confidence in the closet until you allow all of that to happen. But once you do it, And I know some of you guys are going to walk away probably from this podcast, not being confident that this could work for you. That's okay. Then get out of your own way and come back and listen to this podcast again, if that's what it takes and listen to it again. Not that I'm thinking that Yannick and I are the be all end all, even though we're confident that we are, we're very confident that we are (laughs) kidding guys, totally kidding, but we're pretty confident in what we do. I'm very confident in my coaching abilities. Because I see people make moves and I see them transform their lives. So really quickly here, if somebody's struggling with confidence besides getting out of their own way, what's one little tip you would give them to like shift their mind just a little bit to start moving them in the right direction? Get clear on what confident means to you. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it helps if you can visualize it. So if you know a movie, if there's an actor or a character or whatnot, that, that it might be a Marvel movie. It might be like a, a superhero, like it, it, whatever the movie is for you that has that actor that is portraying the character that has the level of confidence, the type of confidence that you're looking for, then you know what? Just close your eyes and imagine that that's you. And the great thing is that your brain won't know the difference. 
Yeah. It doesn't know the difference between like what, what's going on in your brain and that your vision, like the vision that you have and your reality. Mm -hmm. It's so true. So very true. And if somebody wanted to hook up with you, so to speak, <laughs> to get some help with their confidence, what's the best place for them to find you, Yannick? Um, you know what? Uh, I will uh, hand over my social media links uh, to you. However, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as yep. Yannick Picard. Um, you can find me on Instagram. So that's another yep. means uh, to uh, to reach out to me. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. So you can reach out to me there as well. And um, yeah, let's, let's, I mean, even if you're just like testing the water, putting the big toe in just to figure out like what's there. Um, yeah, let's, let's just have a conversation and, and see where you're at and see if like where I could help. Yeah. And we'll have all those links on the website so you can touch base, get to little, know a little bit more about Yannick and his work and how he helps um, and, and ask for the help. I mean, that's the thing. I think so many of us as men, we're like, I can do this. I can find the directions. I can get there. I can do all this stuff. It doesn't hurt to ask for help. Be vulnerable. Yeah, there is no shame whatsoever. So um, so glad we had this chance to do this today, man. I really appreciate you. And I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's been great. And if you all want to have more of 40 plus gay men, gay talk, don't forget first Monday of each month, we do our Zoom chats where we talk about things like confidence, sex, aging, whether we have the perfect bubble butt or not, balding heads, you name it, we talk about this stuff. We always enjoy having lots of people on those calls. Join us each month, go to the uh, website and you'll find the men's chats and get signed up for them. And until then, have a great week and never stop dumping your excuses, facing your fears, and living your unapologetic life as a gay man. Take care, everyone. That's a wrap for 40 plus. Gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus. Gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.